0: US based PGA Tour and the Saudi Arabia backed Breakaway League Live have agreed to join forces. Ending a very long and expensive running feud, the PGA Tour and Riyadh's Public Investment Fund have agreed to create a jointly managed entity to house their commercial operations and intend to cease their pending litigation. Now, uh, what m- many have said from this rather benign headline today is essentially uh, it's a billion dollar play by the Saudis to control Gulf. Period uh, from uh, which is, you know, a, an entire sport. Uh, it is uh, shocking to some. Uh, others have felt that like this is where it's going to go inevitably. But just to think that uh, a, a public fund uh, run by a nation has bought a sport, golf. Uh, perhaps others see it differently. The gentleman that I wanted to speak today on this issue uh, knows this issue very knows this issue very well. Is Blake Price? He's co host of the Sakaris and Price Show at sakarisandprice.com. Blake, thank you for joining us. Anytime. How are you? Is this? Uh, I'm doing very well. Is this a, just a takeover of a sport at the end of the day by by a nation? Well, certainly the men's
1: side, anyway. Um, the LPGA will remain its uh, its own entity, and uh, the Champions Tour as as well. So, we'll. That's a that's a little bit off, but it's not far off because men's golf is the biggest sector commercially of the sport, of course. So. Um, Yeah, that's certainly what it feels like with uh, the European Tour, now called the DP World Tour, and the PGA Tour being involved in this. Uh, Yeah, men's golf is essentially partially owned by the Saudis now
0: um it, now for our audience those that don't golf uh, the the live tour uh, launched i think it was a year ago in london and it and it's and it came in through lots of money at players uh and had a different format in regards to how it turned how its tournaments were run uh most people thought it wouldn't last it just had a lot of deep pocket owners but nobody thought something like today where, where there would be a merger nobody was expecting that i don't think
1: no, not at all. I mean, it, it has not been a commercial success by any stretch of the imagination. The question was always just going to be, how long are the Saudis okay losing money? And we knew it would be a long time. They have very deep pockets, so they were not never going to be in a hurry to shut things down here. They did this for a reason. Sports washing is a, is a thing to try to uh, make uh, an entity, in this case uh, an entire government, look better than it is. Um, they've got deeper pockets than we can possibly uh, imagine. Um, but it's not a, it's not a commercially viable thing. I mean, they are on a, a network that we barely forgot uh, that we barely remembered existed in the, the CW, which shows reruns of 90 shows for the most part. Um, they get very poor ratings there. Nobody could tell you the name of any of the teams that are involved. There's team as the a team aspect to live golf. They happen to have a handful, and quite literally a handful, of the very, very best golfers. So let's say five of the very best golfers on the planet that have carried this brand and have kept the pulse of it alive, at least in terms of uh, of attention. But the pulse of it commercially was always just going to be kept alive by the Saudis for as long as they wanted to, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the PGA is a non-profit organization. It says it'll sanction the events. Uh, and we'll, have, uh, we'll be governing the sport. But how long can that last when the, the deep pockets, the money, is still Saudi Arabia?
1: Yeah, I mean, th- th- that's the thing. It's, you know, the, it was always going to be a, a, a long and dirty war here between the two entities. And um, uh, in that respect, I understand why this merger happened. Um, the timing of it, though, and how it all went down, I mean, uh, it's the viral clips of of the tour commissioner, Jay Monaghan, you know, admonishing this entity, the connections to nine eleven, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then 12 months later, we're putting those clips alongside his statement now saying how this is the greatest thing for golf and all that. So, I, I mean, it, it's... it's it's improbable to think of. It's impossible to think that this team, the live team has come out on top in this um, purely because of the deep pockets, but they have, Uh, despite the fact that PGA tour had the moral high ground, had the strategic high ground and had the players, uh, um, you know, on their side. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It really is. I'm at a loss for words in a lot of ways because, It's just impossible to think that this has happened, Uh, but it's sheer cowardice and it's, this year power of
0: money what does it mean for golf uh, i mean you can say look this is a game played by very talented people but uh, they're far removed from uh, the local golf course people who love the sport uh, i mean i was just at a golf course and i don't golf but i was at a golf course um, uh, this past weekend packed busy people enjoying themselves having a wonderful time uh, does this have any impact on golf itself at the local level uh, at the canadian level
1: I mean, at the local level, probably not. Um, I mean, for the local golf fan, just the everyday golf fan, they're going to be happy that they can see all the best golfers in the world together in more than just a few tournaments, which was the case this year with the, a lot of the grand, you know the major tournaments, um, excluding um, a number of the, of the live golfers for uh, one reason or another. Uh, qualification points, long-sorted uh, explanation I won't get into. So they're going to be happy. They can generally view the best golfers in one place rather than have two places. But again, they weren't really watching live golf to begin with. Um, In terms of um, how we see the sport, um, well, from one angle, I think the sport gets painted even more elitist and even more out of touch. Uh, And and that was a reputation that Tiger Woods helped them to live down uh, with minorities becoming um a just a you know not even a thing anymore it was just it became natural to see them you know minorities on, on the pga tour so you know all those pro all that progress was made and now I think it's going to be painted once again as an elitist uh whitewashed sort of sport um now though if you can think of any positive spin to this um maybe there's the chance that the format of golf you know from seventy two holes to fifty four maybe there's a Maybe there's an acceptance of a different kind of uh, rule set for golf. Now, I'm a traditionalist. I like four rounds of golf. I like 72 holes and live, which is the Roman numerals for 54. Um, you know, they've gone to a shorter event for the most part, just the three three days of work. Um, maybe that's better in a lot of cases for a lot of tournaments that don't grab a lot of the headlines. Uh, not every tournament is the U.S. Open. Um, maybe that's a good thing for the sport. I don't know. Uh, there could be some positive offshoots in, in, in that way, shape and form, but it's hard to see those right now amidst all the rage of, uh, of what's, What's
0: happened? You raised the issue of sports washing, and and the Saudi uh, PIF fund, this is their sovereign wealth fund, uh, has also uh, invested in uh, Britain's um, uh, Premiership as well in one of their teams there. Uh, Do you see? Yeah, Newcastle exactly. Uh, Do you see perhaps Western leagues? Putting in some sort of, you know, proviso that that national sovereign wealth funds do not purchase, are allowing some regimes not to be able to bid on teams. Uh, I, I'm not sure how you would do that legally, but perhaps you can, because if, if it, it, I don't think it's going to end here. We've had other uh, Middle Eastern uh, uh, economies that are based on on fossil fuels purchasing teams either in the, in mm-hmm. the French League and and, and, and the Premiership. Um, do you think this will lead to other leagues wanting to protect themselves? from big dollars coming in from sovereign wealth funds
1: there's a lot of leagues that have in their in their i mean they're private leagues, so they they and they dole franchises they're allowed to have rules a lot of them have non-corporate ownership rules that it has to be families that that own them um so i i mean i think the language could be constructed in any given league to say yes we're not going to have um sovereign wealth funds you know be a part of ownership groups i think that's that's reasonable to expect now whether or not they have the intestinal fortitude to pull that off when faced with the prospect of tens of billions of dollars that's the bigger question to me is that everybody everybody has the moral high ground when nothing's at stake but when billions of dollars are at stake boy does that moral high ground start to disappear awfully quick so um saying it and doing it um are two things entirely different once the the word billions
0: get thrown around, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that is that is uh, absolutely true. Blake, thanks for your time today.
1: Anytime.